You good? Do you want a glass of water or anything? I would love a glass started? of water. Yeah. It'd be great. Thank you. No problem. Slice of pizza. Some monkey bread. Some tomato soup. Welcome to Let's Make a Podcast with Muhammad T. Joma and Friends. I am your host, Muhammad T. Joma, and I'm joined, as always, by a friend. Uh, I would say my best friend in the whole world is here today, Remington Swills. What's up, Remy? Not much. I feel like you say that to everybody, though. Uh, I do not. I don't believe you. I don't. But I also haven't listened to any of these podcasts, so cool. I can't verify that. It's uh, good best friend behavior, not hey, listening. <laughs> I'm here to support. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, man. Um how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. I am just catching up on some odds and ends stuff. Had the day off, so. Nice. Yeah. I, I also had the day off from work, just podcasting today. It's a good good way to make use of a Monday. It is. Right? Are right? we not supposed to tell people what day it is? No, it's Monday. Okay, peek it's behind the Monday, curtain. baby. It's hey, Monday. Hey, is that an Atlanta United March. shirt? It's a weird, it's not, is it? it Definitely be. not. But it does say United on it. It says United Quest on it. Do you wear it, uh... With kind of a tongue-in-cheek, I know you're a big United fan. You kind of wear it like, yeah, United, it says United on it. What? No. No? No, not at all. This all is right. just a club I used to play for when I was a kid. Ah. Uh, the club used to be called United Quest, mm. which it's currently called, I think it's called Silverbacks now. It's a soccer club oh, yeah, north the, of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up Gwinnett in like Cobb County. Yeah. But cool. Yeah, so this is a, an old shirt. It it's has absolutely no bearing, well, whatever, for your Atlanta United. But it, it does have... Not uh, even tongue-in-cheek. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's tied in with soccer, which actually eliminated from being... If it, I feel like then, if it was just if it just said United and you just found it at like a you Walmart or something... You think it was for the plane? Well, for the airline? It, I, I mean, I thought maybe it was for the airline, but I thought maybe you wore it in a tongue-in-cheek way. But Do you, you assume don't, all so. the people who work for United here in Atlanta are tongue-in-cheek about no, the I soccer No, I thought team? you were because you're a giant fan. You flew out to uh, Houston to go watch the opener. My mother lives there. Ago. Does she really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't know that. I was very fortunate that our opener happened to be in Houston. I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. I'm going to visit my mom that weekend, and they're going to be playing that weekend. Nice. So it worked out well. For me, as far as a trip, not for the team, as far as a game. Did your mom move from here to Houston? Is that what happened? She moved from here to San Francisco and then from San Francisco uh, to Houston. All right. But you stayed here from the time she moved, from the first time she moved? That is correct. So you didn't transplant? I did not. Okay. Born here, raised here, still here. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Uh, Remy, you have an idea for a podcast? That's what I'm supposed to have? <laughs> yes. I mean, I would hope so. Yes, I do. <laughs> Do you want to uh, give us a pitch? This here is, uh, um, since you've never listened to an episode before, this is a podcast in which we celebrate all podcasts and all the ideas that we have that maybe we don't follow through on. So we'd like to embrace uh, that one idea that you have that maybe you would never follow through on and just do a single yeah. episode of it. You know, do it for a So moment. you don't really think very highly of me then if you think I would never follow through with this. Well, I'm sure you've, you like me and like a lot of other creative types have probably had about a thousand ideas that you haven't followed through up oh, for every like four at one point sure that you was one on of it. your ideas yeah, on uh, film fights you're right it was a good idea on indefinite hiatus yeah well hopefully it'll be back soon well it does tie in with that because you know as you know we had the film fights podcast where we talked about movies and compared 
just random movies together and had debates about it. We and did. That's still available for downloads. So yeah, you can find that if you're interested. To, it's a great uh, podcast that I was featured on heavily, as well as Remy. Yeah, we had fun doing it, um, but we just kind of got busy with other things. So another idea I had kind of similar to that was currently, and I feel like more in modern culture, it's not really a new thing, but remaking old films is kind of more prevalent now than I feel like it has been in a long time. For sure. So, because you've got stuff coming out, like the new Tomb Raider, or the new Jungle Book movie came out, and the new Lion King movie's coming out. They came out with new Beauty and the Beast, and there's just all kinds of remakes that they're making all the time. Yeah. So, sometimes it's direct remakes, where they just take an old movie and just make a new version of it. Right. Other times, they're doing, like they do with Jurassic Park, a, you know, a, a sort of pseudo sequel. Yeah, because yeah. I think uh, what was it? Flatliners mm-hmm. came out with a new. It was a movie back in the '80s, and so they came out with another one now that's like a sequel to it. Oh, is it? Is I it really? I didn't so. know that. I, I, it was just I haven't a seen it. Straight reboot. No, oh, I think it's a kind of it follows up with it. Yeah. So you get these that are, you know, they I guess what they're calling them reimaginations or sure. something Whatever. like that. Some more like. PC term to stop referring to it all as remakes because they're like we're not remaking the same movie it's the same universe but right. a different, a different like, movie. story within that universe. Do you find that to be more bearable than straight reboots to do mm, like sort of? It really just depends on the film. Yeah, because I mean I personally yeah. am a much bigger fan of original content for sure. So I'm much more interested in hearing like new stories and stuff. So if it's movies that I saw when I was a kid that I really liked, if you tell me you're going to remake The Princess Bride, I'm thinking, why? Right. It was a great movie. I loved it as it was. Right. You don't need to remake it. Like, right. let it be what it is. I always think, can't you, like, be inspired by The Princess Bride and do some different story that's sort of in that same realm, yeah. you know? Like, take it as, you know, make a version of it. It's like how people say, or somebody told me, I don't even, it may have been you, actually, but somebody <sighs> said The Shape of Water was basically just Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that might have been me, although I haven't seen it. <laughs> I can't. Okay, then it probably wasn't me. But yeah, I remember wasn't. somebody was telling you. S- that. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. no. You should watch it. It was good. I know. I, I've been meaning to. But yeah, but yeah, that is kind of. I, I, I mean, then you get to the, the sort of thing is, is it really an original idea or not? But I, I do tend to find myself thinking, like, um, you know, you could do a, a. You don't have to make a Battle Royale. Um, uh, reboot or remake, you can just do another movie that somehow has kids fighting to kill each other. You know, you can make there's a bunch of different, you can take ideas that exist and, and tweak them and, and make something different. Yeah. You well, because you take like a lot of stuff, movies are baked off, based off of Shakespeare plays. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of things use the Romeo and Juliet format, like you have West Side Story for instance. Yeah. Based off of Romeo and Juliet, same essential tale, but right. it's it's not branded as Romeo and Juliet. They're not like, oh, we're making a new one. Right. It's a same format, different story. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, um, I feel like sci-fi is is a genre that is constantly sort of having original. I mean, there's plenty of reboots and late sequels too, like Aliens and Solaris and stuff like that. But it, sci-fi is a, a genre where you can watch a sci-fi movie and be like, this is heavily influenced by Aliens or something. But it's not Aliens. They right. changed it. They made it something new. Yeah, and I'm everybody like, has influences, and that's fine. Take yeah. those, run with it, build off of what your predecessors made, right. and make something new. I will Don't say, just take something they made and remake the exact same thing. Like 
Because if it's a story you've already been told, what's the point? Right. I do like late sequels, though. I like, I like or sequels in general. I mean... So you're a fan, fan of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? <laughs> not at all. But no? but here's my, my... I always say, like, I don't know why people think that, like... I mean, I I guess I get it, but I disagree that a, a, a sequel ruins a, a franchise or an original at all. Like, it's okay to just have a shitty movie in there and you just know think about it like to like me Raiders episode of the, one two and three yeah or Raider, I mean Raiders of the Lost Ark is definitely it's still as good as ever even though you know Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or whatever that movie is called exists yeah that's what it was called Kingdom of, of I think the it's Crystal still called Skull that. yeah <laughs> I don't know that. they just call it yeah it's one of those things where movie. it may kind of because if you look at the whole franchise inevitably it's going to take it down a notch but like you said those movies the early ones in and of themselves are still great Right. It's just like, if you look at the whole thing, you're like, good, really good, really good. Went downhill pretty hard there. Sure, yeah. yeah. But you know, so people make shitty movies all the time. That's it's just true. the thing that happens. But that's what you have to wonder is when you have a franchise like Indiana Jones that did so well. Yeah. That it's like revered as a classic and it was great. Like, I mean, I understand the studios want to capitalize on that. For sure. But I mean, it's, it's easy what? money. How long was it? 30 years later? 20 years later? Yeah. It's easy money. Is you it know, though? For sure. I mean... For sure. It's yeah. easy money, and I'm sure that – I think if I was a filmmaker and I made Indiana Jones – Well, you said now you've then, tainted the franchise because you were just trying to be greedy and make a couple extra bucks instead of giving somebody a shot with a new idea for I an mean, adventure film. I mean, I don't I – don't, uh, I don't think I uh, agree with it, and I definitely – you know, there's definitely that eye-roll moment of like, Jesus, how many reboots are, do we have? How many sequels are coming out this summer and stuff right. like that? But. But um, like I was, I think if I was if I was like Spielberg or somebody, and you know, like thirty years later, they were like, "We want to make another Indiana Jones movie." You know, I feel like maybe I would be excited to do that. Would you? I don't know. The mm. the, the trouble okay. is, it's really hard to recapture the magic of of things that right. much later. You know. Sorry, I feel because those things, I mean, exist in a time and place and are great then. Mm-hmm. Well, and like they've, they've become—it's hard to, like you said, recapture that because so they, much they've later. become so iconic that it's hard to actually make them something that's real again. You know what I mean? Well, like, because like Spielberg has changed so much since then. Yeah. Like the new one had le- much less of like that Indiana Jones Jurassic Park feel and much more like Tintin AI kind right, of a feel. Right. And I, I think you still look at it. I think it, as a filmmaker, you know, I think. Spielberg probably still looks at it like we have to do Indiana Jones. What do people like? What's Indiana Jones? And then you just go to those iconic sort of checks, you know, like whip and, you know, relics. And like you, it becomes sort of a, so much of a structure because there is, um, there's, there's, it's less real the further that time. I mean, Star Wars is actually kind of a good example too, but Star Wars, you know, you, you give it, so much reverence and and build it up so for so many years mm-hmm. that like looking back at Star Wars now it, it you know it it feels bigger and better than it probably ever was you know what I mean um, and then they make some you know new movies and people fight over them and you know even right the prequels and I stuff mean, Star but, Wars has that fan base that it's whether it's good or bad like everybody's gonna go see it everybody's and gonna go it see and it, it and, and love yeah. it and but it makes the original movies I think. They get revered in a way, especially as time goes by. They get revered in a way that um, is almost unfair. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah. like there's no they way that these movies sure. were as good as as you know as you think they were. 
You well, know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not Star saying Wars, they're not good. They're great, but, you know. Right. Well, it's, it's kind of a time and place thing because you take Star Wars, for instance, amazing advancements in visual effects and everything. It was completely unseen in the 60s, 70s and stuff yeah. when it came out, mm-hmm. which I understand that. But you have to watch that movie with that in mind. Right. Because you can't watch A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi comparing it to the standards we have today for visual effects and the scale of, like, action and adventure that we have now. Sure. Because it doesn't measure up to that. Sure. So, I mean, for instance, Boba Fett. I was not a huge Star Wars fan. I saw the movies, you know, 4, 5, and 6 when I was younger, but didn't really remember them very much. And so... Uh, now when they started rebooting the franchise and coming out with 7, 8, and 9, I went back and rewatched 4, 5, and 6, right. and 1, 2, and 3, regrettably. Sure. But as I watched 4, 5, and 6, I wanted to see Boba Fett because everybody talked about him like he was so cool right. and was awesome. Oh, he is he so does cool. nothing. He doesn't do anything, he but he is cool. He does <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> And he's I thought, a, he's this a, is so <laughs> stupid. Like this guy looks cool, sure. Yeah. I mean, as an action figure, he yeah. looks really cool. He's, he's an awesome real life action figure. Yeah, but he does nothing in the story. Yeah. And there's so many like hokey parts and stuff mm-hmm. that I just watched it and thought like this feels like such a B movie. It is kind of a B movie. I mean, in general, like the plot is a is pause for dogs. Mm-hmm. Holding Quiet. for dogs. The uh, I think the the plot for for Star Wars is a little. I mean, there's giant plot holes, and people don't like to talk about them. Or yeah. they, I don't think that's a problem. I really don't like. Well, I like a lot of movies with plot holes, and especially when it comes true. to sci-fi, I think like it's just fun to have fun. I mean, I love the Matrix, and you can tear the Matrix if you want to like get like that. My problem is that I feel like sometimes like now with the new movies that I think are very good. People want to tear them apart for having plot holes and for like, you know, doing that what they look as as a disservice to these old movies. And I'm like, you know, you gotta. People are a lot more critical now. I mean, for sure, they're because again, like the scale we have of stories we've been told has gone up exponentially. Where before you're like, oh, all this stuff is happening in space. This is crazy. This is amazing. Right, right. You're just fascinated (laughs) by that whole aspect of space. So whatever, you'll forgive these things that. You know, an entire planetary destruction device can be destroyed by <laughs> oh, one poke right. in the side. You know, like, you know. Uh, so your podcast is just discussing reboots, and or uh... so each episode would be to take a specific uh, remake and kind of compare the original with the remake, or we'll say most recent remake. Very you know, because cool. you do get some that are uh, maybe they had kind of direct-to-DVD sequels and sure, stuff, yeah. and so it's kind of like a franchise, especially yeah. with a lot of 80s and 90s films. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's stuff that's been remade, so I would say if you get down to kind of the definitions of it, I think the easiest way is Wikipedia has a list of uh, remakes. Oh, nice. So that would be kind of the easiest way to define whether or not it's acceptable to discuss. So you want to have some strict rules about what's allowed. Right. Well, I feel like the, if you talk about it, you have to define it because we've talked about Indiana Jones and Star Wars and Those stuff. Those don't and count for, for you? Like I, late sequels you wouldn't want to talk about? I would be more interested in talking about original versus like kind of direct remakes. However, late sequels I would talk about. Yeah. Maybe do a couple episodes. It, just, like it really depends because some of that stuff is hard. Like Jurassic Park, for instance. Yeah. You know, they went a long time without making that and then made a new one that is really just the same universe but doesn't really carry anything over. 
Yeah, so but it's it not would really it would remake. be fun to kind of talk about the original versus like the Chris Pratt whatever Jurassic World was that what the first one was called the uh, newest one. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, like compare those two and just sort of see like did it capture the same stuff that we loved about Jurassic Park? Although it, that is kind of right because that's tough. Yeah, it is tough because it's like. It's, but it, it is kind of nice you know. that they're at least um, doing. You know, well, like I is, would rather see that than them go back and be like, we're going to tell the story of Jurassic Park again. Right. Well, because this is the thing where it kind of gets in that in-between where they're yeah. telling a new story but using a previously established universe yeah. in order to do it. Yeah. That's cool, though. I, I mean, so that's kind of not what that I'm – like, I didn't even care to watch it. So that's stuff I'm a little I'm bit – yeah, so I wasn't a fan of it. Um, and you're a big yeah. fan of uh, – Well, like you said, I mean, I didn't feel like it recaptured anywhere near what the original yeah. Jurassic Park was. So, right. I mean, if you want to watch a movie about – Jurassic, you know, dinosaurs in the modern world. It, um, it's funny. Go I watch was, the original. I was. It's still amazing. Discussing Jurassic Park with somebody, and I was like, I wonder why that movie has sort of really stood the test of time. Why they keep making sequels? I mean, they made three or four was sequels. It me? Maybe it was when yeah. we were discussing Jurassic Park versus the Matrix. It could have been on Film Fights, available for download now. <laughs> um, but uh, somebody had mentioned, maybe it was you, but they, they were like, no, it's it's uh, the dinosaur movie genre is just Jurassic Park at this point. Like, if you want to watch a movie about dinosaurs, which a lot of little kids probably do. You watch The Land Before Time. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's not there's no other movies with, with dinosaurs in them, really. I mean, there's, yeah, Land Before Time. It's a cartoon. There's We're Back, also a cartoon, right? Yeah. We're Back? Yeah. They're in Ooh. New York or whatever. It's a cartoon. I don't know. I know I they think made there's live action. Good dinosaur. Uh, oh yeah, new Pixar. A couple of years ago, I don't Still. think it was Pixar. I think it was DreamWorks. DreamWorks, you're right. You're right. So, um, but yes. Yeah, so I mean, so I would say there need to be kind of two. definitions of what qualifies as the remake and stuff. That's cool. So if you do late sequels, that can be discussed. But primarily, it would be originals and direct remakes, where there's at least you know a ten year gap between right. it. You'd get a guest on, I assume. You'd watch both movies, make sure both people watch both movies, and just yeah. discuss them. Yeah, and like you said, talk about how you feel about the original, how right. you feel about the new one. Because, right. I mean, a lot of times it doesn't do things well. Sometimes it does. Sometimes there's stuff that the old one is very hokey, and right. like a new one, they do better, and it feels cooler. So, uh, I, I mean, like, for instance, Jumanji. Yeah, the new Jumanji movie. Did you watch it? I have seen it. Oh, was it good? I did not like it. Well, I will well, say I've this. Heard. I liked it. Okay. But I didn't like it being a Jumanji film. Really? Hey. I know. See, they didn't like it it's either. It's this time of day, too. They start, they're waiting for my wife to come home, so. I see. Um, have you seen Jumanji? I have not. I, I kind of thought it looked good. Um I kind of felt the same way, though, about it as you, because I was like, that looks kind of like a funny movie, but the whole thing with Jumanji was that they were bringing these fantastical elements into the real world. Right. This is my whole problem. This is completely the Yes, it's like the Jurassic Park thing, where you're taking the name of a, like, pre-established kind of entity of film and just using it to capitalize, but telling a story that doesn't even, like, go in the same direction. So if you go in there a fan of the original thinking... It's going to be like this. They're going mm-hmm. to be playing this a game that like really affects this world and stuff. It's not. Yeah. Like it's I, fun. I feel like if they had called it something else and made no reference to Jumanji, my brain would not have looked at that movie and gone like, "Oh, kind of like Jumanji," because yeah. it's really nothing like Jumanji. Because right. essentially, it was they 
use Jumanji as a video game in this one. Right. And it's basically just an excuse for them to make video game joke references and things like that. <laughs> but no real bearing right. to Jumanji or the way the game's played or anything specific to that. So, I mean, it's fun and it's funny. Yeah. So that's why I say, like, it was enjoyable film, but I didn't like it because of what I wanted it to be. Jumanji. I mean, yeah. I didn't well, want a Jumanji, Jumanji remake yeah, in the first place. Yeah, but if it's going to be, yeah. Yeah, so I just felt like it didn't do a good service to the original. Right. I feel like Jumanji could be something that you can make, like, a more direct sequel to at this point. And well, they it set it up well. for a sequel at the end of the original because yeah. they – what I mean, do the they do? Game, they chuck the board game it, out into like the river, or the sewer, or something, and it washes yeah. up on a beach. I think they did make that uh, space movie that was like a weird pseudo sequel to Jumanji. Have you ever heard of that? I never saw it, but uh, Xanthora, I think it was called. You have any idea what I'm talking mm, about? No, 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 no. I okay. never saw that. Oh, it's like a pseudo sequel of Jumanji that takes place in space. Anyway, I love the idea. I'm excited to uh, record one with you. Um, if you're feeling good, we can take a break and we'll come back. Oh, do you have a name for it? Do you have a name? Uh, reboot the sequel. We'll take a break and we'll come back and you'll host an episode of Reboot the Sequel with your guest, Muhammad Joma. I mean, it's Reboot and then the byline is the sequel. Oh, okay. Not Reboot the Sequel? Yeah, so it's not okay. one. It's not Reboot the Sequel. It's Reboot. You want to throw a colon in there? The I love sequel. colons and titles. My, my podcast has a colon in it. Uh, I don't, would it be a colon or just a No, my a podcast comma? does have a colon in it. What am I talking about? What's your about? podcast called? Let's make a podcast with Muhammad T. Joma. And friends, yeah, I should put it. Doesn't a, sound like. I think there's a podcast. There's actually a colon in the in the uh, in the uh, um, image. What is the word for that? The logo. <laughs> <laughs> that so, thing people see it. when they watch it. Anyway, you feeling good? You want to? We'll take a quick break and we'll come back and you'll host uh, an episode of reboot. Colon the sequel. The sequel? Yeah, I, Yes. Okay. Yay. Right. <laughs> Grammar disputes us up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, stick around, guys. We'll be right back with Reboot, the sequel, hosted by Remington Swales. Take a break. Take a break. Taking a plane break. Run the away hat. with me for this woman. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about originals, and we're going to talk about sequels. This is, I guess, my podcast. It's a pilot episode. It's called Reboot the Sequel. Or I guess I have to say it differently. It's called Reboot. Byline the Sequel. Yeah, just say Byline. I guess it's Byline. It's a, that's part of the name is Byline the Sequel. Yeah. So on this podcast we are going to talk about as previously mentioned originals and remakes and compare and contrast them with their predecessors whether they are better or worse which one we liked more if the nostalgia is recreated or captured and whether it was necessary and by we i am referring to my guest who this day in time monday march 12th i think so 2018 in the year of our lord muhammad T. Joma. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you making time in your schedule to come out for the show. Yeah, I came all the way out here to my kitchen. <laughs> yep, it's a long way to go. And you do live in a six-story house. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a long trip down. A lot of steps. Well, I mean, good thing you put in an elevator. <laughs> but thank you for coming here today. As uh, discussed as far as remakes and things, we are going to be talking about 
the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid! Yes. So the way this kind of is going to work is that we will talk about the original first. Okay. So, and then we'll talk about the sequel afterwards and just kind of see which one was, what your feelings were on both. For sure. So, I've got feelings about both. Yeah. So to start, I mean, we did discuss this previously, and so you have watched both of them, or you've seen I the have, original and the I, remake. I had, I was always a fan of the original uh, from the time I was a kid. When Do you remember the first time you saw it? Um, It was probably middle school-ish. Um, we rented it from Blockbuster. I think I had already seen, like, like it's a bit of an older movie, but I, I think I'd already yeah, I mean, seen. It came out in 1984. Yeah, so before first. I was even born, but... Um, I think I'd seen like um, Three Ninjas and Surf Ninjas, both those right. movies already. And, I guess uh, it was a big era for like Well, those movies were probably films. 10 years later. I mean, those were like 90, you know, mid 90s. So I think I had known about Karate Kid. I also think maybe there was like a sequel coming out. So anyway, we ended up renting it from Blockbuster and uh watching it and i i was yeah i was probably like 10 years old or so so i wasn't like a little little kid and i really enjoyed it i thought it was very funny and like i don't really know identified with ralph macchio I, he's i think he's great in that movie i was watching a little bit of it today too just to you know kind of get in the mood for this and uh you want to know something amazing about the original karate kid yeah please uh mr miyagi yes right? he's so good too oscar nominated actor for that role? For the Karate Kid. Oh, that's awesome. That's, He's really good in it, though. Is he? Yes, though? he is really good in it. I mean, he's like a very stereotypical, you know, old wise Japanese man, right? In a way, but he brings a lot of comedy to that role, which I was impressed with. No, but like his accent and things. Yeah. 100% fake. Dude's yeah. born in California, like grew up there. He's. Yeah. He was know, on uh, Happy Days, too, like with a. Regular American accent, I believe. When was he was he? I watched yeah. an interview with him talking normally. It was freaking me out. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so weird. But yeah, yeah, Oscar nominated for that role. I think, I know we're not talking about the reboot yet, but it. I think um, Jackie Chan definitely laid on a little bit more of an accent in the he, sequel. He right? like, it up a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Well, so it's okay. not as bad. But it's still kind of like somebody was like, you need to sound less good at English. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be that good at it. <laughs> You need to still sound very mystical and uh, more Chinese than. What is that actor's name who played Mr. Miyagi? He's he, I th- I thought he was fantastic. His though. name uh, is sorry, I'm trying to Pat okay. Morita. Pat Morita, yeah, he, yes. I think he did did a great Pat job. Pat Morita. I also think um, we're talking about the original, yeah. So I think um, Ralph Macchio playing Daniel, I think he did an amazing job. Um, yes. It was a different time. Like it was, it was when. Oh wait, I guess we need to set up what the Karate Kid is. Oh yeah, first, sure. For anybody yeah. who hasn't seen it, I'm um, always bad at this part. But. Yeah, you want me to do that? Yes. Okay. So set up the basic story of the original Karate Kid. It's a kid who's new in town. He's they moved from Jersey to California. Him and his mom, they're kind of. Um, yeah. So kid from New York, single mother. Yeah. Moved to L.A. Yeah, a little like down on their luck. I mean, his mom's very optimistic and happy, but you know, like they're they move into kind of a, like a shitty apartment, and um, basically he's like new in school. He he's got that classic like mid eighties thing going on where he's like super cool, but he's very unpopular. <laughs> like he's bullied and all the time, but he's like a cool kid. He like, has that. 
Brooklyn thing where yeah. he's just like got that machismo. He's like, hey, what's going yeah. on, guys? Yeah, no, he's like I'm constantly cool. cracking like, jokes yeah, and like exactly. shrugging his shoulders. He's like, he's like oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael J. Fox probably is the epitome of that, but you don't really see heroes like that anymore. If you're cool in a movie now, like everybody loves you and you're like cool guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a time where it was like there was like a dweeby cool thing going on, like Revenge of the Nerds. I mean more like Marty McFly. Marty McFly is a uh, okay. good example of like he was cool, but he was a little little nerdy. You know what I mean? I guess so. I mean he skateboarded and everything. So he did, but he also had nerdy. He played guitar, bullies, and he was kind of scrawny. I mean, he just hung out with a he eighty-year-old like mad okay. scientist for no <laughs> yeah. explicable reason. Yeah. Or like cool, but like it's like you're you, like human and cool. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a quality that I mean Ralph Macchio has it too, where you can tell he's like working on it. He's like trying. Like he's always like combing his hair in the mirror and stuff. And yeah, like, he's got that Fonzie thing going <laughs> yeah. on. He's yeah, like, but he's even one Fonzie, step away from a leather jacket and a Fonzie was like magical cool. You know, he didn't like work at it. He was just super cool all the time. You know, you can see like Ralph Macchio like. You can imagine him preparing the bits that he uses in front of people very, very before much. he goes yes. out. Um, but yeah, so they're new in town. Um, he starts getting, but he goes to a party early on and gets bullied and beat up, and uh, he's kind of just like outcasted and not. He doesn't really have any friends yet, and um, he befriends the maintenance man at his apartment building, who's played by Pat Morietta, Moriarta, Morita, Morita, uh, and he. Uh, Asks him to teach him kung fu, that and morito. he does. He teaches him karate. Um, Which one is it, kung fu or karate? This is an important they, distinction. They say both in both these movies. By the way, they say kung fu, and then he's called. Because well, the in the original kid. one, in the original <laughs> one, he's teaching him karate because he explains to him the origin of, of karate. Karate. Yeah. I think Ralph Macchio says kung fu a couple of times. Though. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, I guess what the new one they are specifically kung fu. Yes, that's they're weird. referring specifically to kung fu, which I have a problem with in the newer one because you can't call He's it the karate, the karate kid, kid and then He's like just kung do kung fu, fu the kid. whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. But so. uh, yeah, so he teaches him. Um, eventually, it it, it kind of has a classic like kid sports movie feel to it, where they end up signing him up for a tournament against the bullies basically right. so he gets bullied well he likes a girl he likes so a girl meets a girl i mean if you want to get into the minutiae of it he meets the girl at a party yeah her ex-boyfriend comes gives her a hard time he stands up for her right the bullies beat him up so now they're rivals he's the continue villain. to he's beat him hero. up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he goes well he wants to learn he's actually very interested in karate they set that up early on in the movie so he goes to uh, this dojo because he wants to learn, and it ends up that the dojo is like a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, and the, the villains. Bully, the bully kids they all wear train black. there. Yeah, yeah, Cobra Kai. Classic. Like, no mercy. Yeah. Kill the, the, the guy who runs the, the – It basically their, their sounds their like you stepped into full metal awesome. jacket. <laughs> it, it's really crazy. when you. It's like shockingly scary for – like he's like literally – when they first introduce it, he's just like on the street in California. He's like, oh, cool, karate place. Let me walk in there. And you walk in and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the, the barracks from the kid, full metal jacket. <laughs> the kid does like something like, bad. There will be He no goes, mercy. give me a hundred push-ups on your knuckle right now. <laughs> the kid starts – I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, it all boils down to a karate championship in which Daniel Sun has to fight uh, Johnny, who's the bad guy. 
I have issues with him being called Danielson as well. But, but <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's another matter of like honorifics in Japanese, which I could be 100% wrong about, but I'm pretty sure your teacher would not address a younger student as like Danielson. I think that's something you only say to like older people. Really? As like a oh, show of respect to people above you. I was wondering why they weren't doing that in the new movie. I wonder if they. Because well, it was like, China, and that's a Japanese thing. Uh, also <laughs> Probably. That. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was interesting too. I did like. Well, we'll get into the. Yes. We'll get into. Okay, it so again. original. So you watched it when you were a kid. Yeah. You really loved it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, still, loved still kind of loved like Mr. I Miyagi. Would, like I said, I was watching some of it today, and I was like, "This movie's still great." I mean, it, it's it's weird that it actually it became. Feels, does it feel very eighties to you? Yeah, I mean, in a way, for sure. It also doesn't really feel like a kids' movie when I watch it now. I don't know. It, I mean, obviously it is, but it, it's got kind of, I don't know, like a serious feel to it. There's a lot of like him crying with his mom, you know, when he gets beat up and stuff. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, I think a lot. Of, it's hard to talk about kids' movies from that are like modern kids' movies are very even the the reboot. They they feel very orchestrated for children. But like mm-hmm. older kids' movies didn't really feel like that. Even I know Babe, one of your favorite movies, Love does it, it really feel like that much of a like it doesn't feel like it's really just aimed at kids. I mean it's a talking pig and it's cute and it's funny. Right. But it's feel like it feels like it's made like just like making a film. You well know? it's like a f- I mean Babe, if we're talking about that one, is <laughs> like more like a fable. Where yeah. it's like a storytelling you would tell somebody that's like this adventure that can be for kids or for adults, like that's what I love so much about it is it's for everybody. Right. Like it's not specifically for kids. Because well, I don't like how new films do that all the time where for sure. they're like, oh, this is geared yeah. directly at children, so it yeah. looks really stupid to older even, people. Even the animated movies, which are very popular, like Pixar and stuff, which they do a great job. And I, I love Pixar movies. But they, they do feel kind of like they're kids' movies with stuff in there for adults. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I – I, not that I don't like kids' movies now, but I do like – I mean, again, talking about what we're talking about, Karate Kid here. You watch this movie now, and it's it's definitely made kind of for younger people. It's about a young kid, and there's like well, young love and stuff. So he's 16. Yeah. So, I mean, he's in high school, like Newtown, and, yeah. you know, it's also kind of a wrong side of the tracks thing, because he comes from Newark, where yeah. it's like city living. Yeah, he's totally a. an outsider, yeah. too. So, yeah, I mean, he, he comes to the West Coast. It's well, a bunch of blonde kids. Yeah. <laughs> he's a brunette. Right. He's a <laughs> presumably Italian. Yeah. You know. Um, but he is clearly a wrong side of the track thing. So in addition to him liking a girl who, you know, is the ex-girlfriend of this bully, this bully yeah. he's also a foreigner basically because right. he's from, you know, yeah, whatever not Newark, used to yeah, his, from his... the city. Yeah. And in plus he lives Jersey in like, ways. plus he's poor, I guess, basically. Yeah. Because there's a reference there to he lives in Reseda, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, LA, when her parents are talking. Presumably, <laughs> that's a poor part of town. Yeah, he's, like, embarrassed about it. Yeah, he's, he's also embarrassed about her job. I mean, she, his mom's a waitress, and he, like, lies about it at one point early on in the movie. Right. Um, so, yeah, you get that wrong side of the tracks vibe from him. So yeah. it is that kind of, you yeah. know... I but don't want to say just, Romeo and just, Juliet love story. Just as a, as a, as like the way it progresses, it feels very much like, I mean, kind of like a Rocky or something. Like it, it is made yeah. the same way that I feel like adult movies are made. Just right. Well, it has that same thing kids. where I think it's for, you know, cause I wouldn't say Karate Kid is a kid's film as much as yeah. I'd say it's for young adults. Kind right. of, cause he's in high school and it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like Rocky, but with, High schoolers. Yeah. The new one, I mean, one of the problems I had with it is that, like, there were a bunch of montages of, like, I'm a kid having fun, like, with, right. like, 
type of pop music that I was like, oh, this okay. is for. So I will say this one thing about the original one. So <laughs> the montage, because, you know, they get to the tournament at the yeah. end. It's the, what's the song? You're the best? Yeah. Around. Yes. Great montage. It's a great montage, for sure. Quintessential 80s montage in there. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I the, mean, at the same caliber, I would say that the Eye of the Tiger training thing with Rafi yeah. is where you're watching that and you're like, yeah, win, kick him. Like, there is a reason why that where, why the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, became a cultural you know, phenomenon in a way. Like, it was very iconic. It, is it a movie you would show to your children? Yeah, I think so. Although, I do, I mean, again, to kind of start talking about the new one, yeah, I, I get I get, get the appeal the of one. the new one, too. Like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Right. And I could understand, like, I bet a lot of kids really like that movie. Kids that had never seen The Karate Kid before. I, I could see that being a popular movie. Right. I don't know how well it did well, or how is, well it was received. This is a good segue. So, let's get into the new one. Okay. So, new one yeah. is... It's a straight remake, like it's titled it The Karate Kid. Yes. And it it's, is it's the exact same story, honestly. Pretty much. <laughs> it is just varied slightly by the fact that you now have a kid from Detroit yeah. going to Beijing. Right. In China. Which was an, a, a nice change. I mean, I thought that was a interesting twist on it to put it in China and he was an American kid in, in a new country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, so, I mean, it is very similar. <laughs> there oh, are like all, the all same the, beats yeah, and all the plot points are a hundred percent the same. Yeah. He's going with a single mom and it's Jaden Smith Yeah, and, uh, he's going with, you know, a single mom moving to Beijing and is a foreigner here, likes this girl, right? dude who likes her comes and beats him up. They yeah. become rivals. He meets the maintenance man. He teaches him to fight. Yeah. He gets put in a tournament. He fights the villain. You know. Yeah. So, yes. Like, it, all plot points were, were exactly the same. Yeah. Shockingly so. Like, there were scenes that I was I mean, like, even, oh, that's that scene from... Oh, yeah. even dialogue. Because I yeah. watched both of them very recently. So, even scenes, they took direct dialogue yeah, I know, from the original. I know really. his relationship yeah. with his mom is is basically the exact same. Oh, yeah. like, they well, are, like you said, when he gets beat up the first time and comes back home and she's like, what happened? You need to tell me. I don't know if you won't talk to me. Yeah. Exact same scene in both movies. Yeah. <laughs> So. That is strange because I mean, presumably this movie is is not really for people who are fans of the original. You know, I, I imagine they made this movie thinking like it's for kids, it's for a new audience. Sure, some people who are fans of Karate Kid will go see it, but I, I, it's not like it was like you love the Karate Kid, so come see the reboot. You know, so why right. why put in like the is that just lazy screenwriting? Like you were like, I think so. This is I, I think that was just a studio thing right of being like, oh, there. kids really love this film, you know, in the eighties and nineties. So it's twenty years later. Let's just see if kids love it now if we just <laughs> modernize it a little bit. Uh, what did you think of it? I mean, the new one I actually liked. I mean, I would say I, I, I probably it liked it. Overall, I would say I liked it better than the original. I, I disagree pretty hard on that. Okay. I, I have issues with certain things in the movie. I think um, I think Jaden Smith was not that charismatic. He felt a little flat. Um, yeah. He didn't have that. I, I mean, think he's like not going to get a nomination like Pat Morita. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, I, I liked – I mean, first of all, it was shot in Beijing, right? I assume, or, yeah. or somewhere. So in I mean, they they had the extra element it, in the new that one was of really like the cool. cultural. Class. It, it was really cool too. Because like just, you said, the original, he's from New York, but they don't really. There's yeah. not as much of a sense of like their different cultures. It's yeah. just referred to as like, oh, you're poor and live on right, that side of town. Right. So this was much more visceral in terms of you're really a foreigner in a foreign land. 
you don't speak the language. Yeah. Their buildings are different. You can't read things. Like He was just like, I felt like they were trying to make him in that same sort of way, like a charismatic kid who's just like an outsider. Yes, they definitely tried to give him that same but swag. But he didn't really have really... that at all. He just right. felt like a little, I don't know. He felt like really sad <laughs> at points. Like he was, he seemed very depressed. He always to be looks in. kind of yeah. sad. Yeah. And then like they would give him joke lines, and he just couldn't really pull them off. I just don't think he's that good of an actor. Maybe. Well, um, I mean, I will say some of the, uh, you know, machismo that Ralph Macchio has in the original was just so bad. Yeah. Like cringeworthy. Like I you're mean, listening to this stuff, and it's just like, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, it's always hard when you're who comparing. This is. Because, like, I was a kid when I saw it, and I thought it was good dialogue. And it's hard to break that watching it even now and yeah. being like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't that good. So, I mean, I bet a lot of kids, again, really like Jaden Smith in it. I brought a lot of kids related to Jaden Smith in it. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a little wooden. Oh. I, thought, I thought he was kind of doing a bad job. Yeah, I mean, he's. I would not say he did great acting necessarily, but I – wouldn't what say was... that Ralph Macchio did great acting in the original. <laughs> yeah, I love but Ralph Macchio. I think movie, so. <laughs> one of the things that made me like the new one a lot more was, I mean, naming problems aside of calling a movie where somebody's being taught kung fu the karate kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fighting was so much better in the new one than the old one as it far was, as the it, training stuff and yeah. like the fights that they do have when he gets beat up. Like those altercations were so much better. It was more of an action movie, I would yeah, say. There, there was, some there really was like cool stuff. action scenes in it where Karate Kid is a sports movie, I think. The original is more of a sports movie. Right. There, I mean, there's plenty of fights well, in yeah, it. Like but you said, it's like they're, Rocky. They're not shot like. Like, this movie shoots those fighting scenes like an action film. Like, there's a lot of camera moving, there's a lot of fast, you know, hand to hand combat. Yeah. The original, it's just like wrestling around and punching each other in, in their fights and stuff. So that was interesting. And I, I kind of was into that too. Um, well, and I think that stuff was done really well. And it kind of shows that modern, more modern take on just how yeah. people view these types of films now. I mean, yeah. if there's a film with fighting, it's going to be expected to be much more action oriented. Than sports oriented. Did you see Karate Kid when you were a kid? I guess we didn't really talk about it. Or was this? Yeah, a, I mean, or you just weren't. I like, saw it when I was a kid. I don't remember like having a vivid with, yeah. experience of yeah. it. But you know, it's you remember the pivotal scenes of. I mean, we're gonna discuss spoilers because these films are For older. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, you remember the pivotal scenes of him doing the crane thing at the end mm-hmm. and Mr. Miyagi teaching him wax on, wax off. Which yeah. Seems like a terribly inefficient way to wax a car. Yeah. But sure. Jacket on, jacket off also. Like, once that became... Yeah. Once he, like, was I like, mean, I see, I tried... I was thing. like, wait a minute. That didn't... That's Like, I don't understand how right. that immediately translated to him being good at fighting. Well, same thing with wax on, wax off and that's painting true. a fence. Where you're like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's I like, guess right, you're just you, all of a sudden it. imbued with these powers. <laughs> yeah. But at least in the new one, they added an extra scene where he goes and hikes a mountain in China. That was cool. That was a really cool scene. Where he says, if you drink this, you'll be unbeatable. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I guess this supports like the, you just magically know Kung Fu all of a sudden kind of thing. I did like their their whole trip. That was a nice growing scene for, for, um. I think they Dre did and cool because they did much better Mr. character development. More? What Juan, was it? Mr. I Ma- think, Mon? I think Juan. Juan. That can't be right. I think so. Not like I Juan don't... with a J. No. Han. It was Mr. Han. Yeah. That's something. what it was. Um, so, yeah. But I thought that was a nice scene for the two of them. I, I didn't think – I was a little – I think maybe I went into it with high expectations for Jackie Chan and also was a little disappointed with his – 
uh, maybe not his performance, but I think the way his character was written. Mm, okay. I I thought Pat um, Mr. Miyagi, yeah, Morita. <laughs> I thought his performance. I think the original. He's like kind of a funny character, at least in a bit of a way. He's also a wise old Japanese man, but he's got yeah. some humor to him. And Jackie Chan is a really really funny guy. So I thought he was gonna be funny in this, and he doesn't really get That's funny true. until they don't like really give the him very much humor. they and the very end he kind of does like once they're in the tournament, and I was like, this is great. Like they should have been making him funny this whole time, and they hadn't been. Yeah, I I think that movie actually lacked comedy in a way that it needed. Like I could it, see it. it wasn't well, really it was geared much more towards being an action film. Like the comedy was all yeah. given to Jaden Smith of being like the American. That's weird China. though. Like, like is is a co- is kid action films a thing? Is that a thing that like are they trying to make it a thing? Like action I, I, films for if children? If they have, it hasn't really panned out, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, you have like kid action films like Spy Kids and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it's not a huge thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I again, it was way better than I thought it was going to be, but the things I wasn't expecting to be let down by – I thought Jackie Chan was going to be, like, the saving grace of the movie, especially even when he's first in it. I was like, oh, shit, Jackie Chan. This is going to be awesome. And well, then, like the fights are so much better because he's in it. Yeah. Like, watching him fight versus watching Mr. Miyagi yeah. fight, I was like, oh, my gosh. His, his fight against all those teenage boys, yeah. which is kind of funny anyway, but it's it really is cool. a good fight. Yeah. yeah. It's a surprisingly good fight. Right. That's I mean, what you said, like, the action is amped up much more in this one than the old yeah. one. Even but, even when um, uh, Jane Smith Dre like gets him with that mud or whatever he does to them, and the, there's like a little parkour chase scene. Yeah, I was like, "This is great. This is yeah. really like, nice cool. little action." Yeah, because yeah, the original that scene is there at a dance. Yeah, and he and Ralph sprays Macchio him just, with a hose. And yeah, then puts a hose in the bathroom out. on. Because that was the other thing. Johnny rolling a joint, by the way. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, they him. made him like a degenerate because he's always like, hey, man, you done rolling that joint yet? Yeah. You want to get high? He's yeah. Like, Come back in a minute. I'll be done. Yeah. You're like, okay. So they really ham up that degenerate aspect on him more so than in the new one. Plus, I like the fact that they did uh, in the new one, Jackie Chan's character has a personal beef with the teacher of the other dojo. Yeah, or something. So they yeah. have like some kind of history or something. Like yeah, that. I did. I did. Um, th- that guy was good. The guy who ran the bad dojo. But the yeah. kids, I was like, they didn't seem that. Again, they took that same dialogue from those like put him out of commission. Yeah, things. They didn't seem that. Uh, I don't know. I think Johnny's great. That's another thing. Like as a villain, he's a great villain. Right. He's a little complex. Like he doesn't quite want it. Like at the end when they, they're like sweep the leg and he doesn't. That's the only time he seems to express any remote hesitation. No, in the very beginning. Well, yeah, but even in the beginning, he's like excited about graduating and he's talking yes, about like turning his life around. About being an ex-degenerate. I, I'm, at just, the very I'm just saying. Beginning of the movie, the first time you see him, then the rest. He does he's, not give he's an a about more any of fulfilled that. character, I think, than. Um, than the than the bad guys in in the new the, one in the new one yeah I, I think a lot of the characters weren't they like Mr Miyagi the mom by the way in the new one is so good yes Trey's uh, uh, mom let me look Ta- up Tara P Henderson no not Tara it's something like that but yeah, why can you remember her name but you can't remember Pat Marino? <laughs> Marita Marita yeah, so um, difficult about this but uh yeah she's really good and and it, they do a good job I think with the writing of Jaden Smith and and uh, Jackie Chan's character so uh, there there's good there's good things name? about it. Taraji P. Henson. Taraji P. Henson, yeah. Yeah, she's really good. 
I said Tara P. Henderson, so I didn't really hear her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody might be able to connect those dots. Yeah, I think she's uh, like blown up recently, too, since then. I mean, she's, she's been, been in, in a couple of big things recently that yeah. people have really liked. Well, I think they did a lot better job with the characters in the new one of giving the mom a little more substance and stuff like yeah. that. And giving Jackie Chan a little bit more, like his villain or feud is with the leader of the right. other dojo. And like the kid who's you know, the little sub-villain or whatever who's the Karate Kid's villain, yeah, yeah. Jaden Smith's, like, nemesis. Yeah. His thing is just kind of more... There's a little bit more of, like, a respect thing where I feel like they did a better job with what, uh, you know, Billy Zappa's supposed to be in the original one. Yeah. That conflict of, like, struggling to fill this because at the end of the new one, they all kind of switched their allegiance because a lot of them had trouble with being told, yeah, just right. break his leg. I want him done. They have problems with this. So when he wins, they're like, respect. They leave that dojo and go over to Jackie Chan. I'll yeah. pay the respects to him. Which brings me to two points I want to make about the new one. Please. One, the pinnacle scene of like the crane thing. I always had a problem in the original because his left leg is hurt. He does this kick thing where he lands on, on his left leg. leg. Yeah. Like, there's no way if your leg is basically broken <laughs> that you're going to do this. Yeah. So, always have a problem with that. So, in the new one, he actually does a move, which I don't right. think is very he, like, plausible, but he lands on his same and leg. lands on the same yeah. leg, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, because he turns 180, does a backflip, yeah. kicks the guy with the leg he jumped off of. That's his good leg I was and glad lands back on it there's I was like, like okay there's one throwaway line in the beginning where he's like i'm really athletic and then yes. he does some cartwheels so later on when he does a backflip i was like yeah i could probably do that right so there was stuff <laughs> that really i was like athletic. all right i believe this you know that combined with the training montage on the mountain and the great wall and yeah. all these things that you know. that is again that i think that stuff was good i didn't like jackie chan like his little weird character breakdown about his kids i, I didn't yes. find it necessary well that was a whole thing in the original as well that is yeah. very weird for him to have this whole emotional thing of my wife died and my child died because right. in the original his wife died during childbirth right and the new one his wife died in a car accident right. with his child with or his two kids yeah. yeah oh no his one kid yeah, yeah. but it's just like, why is this necessary? Uh, yeah, like, why I are mean, you trying to make this it, really deep? And It probably wasn't that good in the first one, but then in the second it one, they like good. they make it such a point in the, in the new one. Like, And then, like, it gets real when he wraps uh, his yes. hands in the stick yeah, thing. Yeah, it's really awkward. Take, like, drags him out of the car. It's like, this is just weird. And it's not working. <laughs> yeah, I also thought it was funny, by the way, which I think the original kind of does this too, but uh, Jane Smith in China makes that friend in the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie. They set him up like he's going to be a major character in the movie. Who? And then the little blonde kid that he becomes oh, friends with. Yeah, like his, his friend. He's he's in two scenes in the beginning, never in the re not in the rest of the movie. Yeah. I was like, surely he'll come back yeah. for the tournament and support his friend. What I'm saying. It's basically nope, like somebody gone. handed a screenwriter the old screenplay and was just like, hey, just yeah. update the dialogue. Yeah. Like nothing. His friend in the original one, her. though, like I think – like they, he makes a few friends at the beginning, and then he gets his ass kicked, and That's then just they the don't really hang out. people he goes to the party out. with. Yeah, but instead of inviting him to the park in the original, they just say, "Hey, we're gonna be at the beach later. You want to come?" Yeah. And yeah. He's like, "Sure," and then he goes <laughs> there and meets the girl and like. Everything yeah. else but he gets beat he up, no and that's when all his friends are like, "What a loser!" and leaves in the original. They don't. They, he doesn't have that moment. It's just that blonde kid quits hanging out with him. Right. Well, because he's on the ground and he's like, "Leave me alone." Yeah. That's exact true. same thing as in the exact original, <laughs> except it's on a beach instead of in the park. So, and my second point, in addition to that, even though I 
What were we just talking about? We were talking about the how oh, his the friend never, disappears. Okay, so this isn't in addition. To that. This has nothing to do with that. Yeah, this. But was, in addition I to what I was saying earlier yeah. about the end, um, is the way the original ends. Right after he does the kick, you know, kicks the his villain in the face. Villain comes over with the trophy and is like, "Hey, respect, man." Gives him yeah. the trophy. He gets hoisted up. Says, "Mr. Miyagi, we did it." End of End the of movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, within a minute of the pinnacle scene, it's over. Like, credits yeah. rolling. Yeah. Feels very weird and abrupt. Yeah. So, the new one. The new one, one kind of does that, too, though. I mean. Well, there's a little bit more of a rap, like, where, again, all the kids from the other dojo come over, pay their yeah. respects. Like, it. But it happens all within the out. tournament. It, the movie yeah. ends after the tournament. Right. I thought that was weird. Which I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. I think older movies used to do that, and I, they I, did. I guess Things ended I guess very with the new in the one, they were for some just reason. like they were like, all right, that's the end, we're done. They must not have had any more script to work with, <laughs> so they were like, well, we can't write another scene. Let's just make them go over to him and congratulate him, and then we'll wrap it up. Because <laughs> I wonder if there's stuff because they made a Karate Kid two. Uh, the next Karate Kid, and then a Karate yeah. Kid three, like way later. Two is weird, by the way. Three is the net new one, or the um, Hillary Swank one, right? Or is there a three no, with Daniel? No, next Sun? Karate Kid, I guess, is Hillary right. Swank. I don't know. But I don't know what three is. Two is that the one, one came with out the... after the next Karate Kid. Really? Yeah, Two so is the one with like a franchise, uh, kind of a weird where one. they're working at the uh, bonsai tree shop, right? I don't even know. I've never seen the second one. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it even came out in theaters or if it was just a direct. They're they're very movie kind of like. I mean, really, TV. Karate Kid is basically like uh, Rocky Junior. You know, but yeah. even the sequels very, are a little bit like that, where they're like, yeah. Even the sequels are kind of like the sequels of Rocky, where they're like, okay, everything's done, and then something happens, and he's like, ah, oh, I gotta fight again. Well, I know it says <laughs> for the Karate Kid two, he goes to. Uh, Japan with oh, Mr. That's Miyagi right. and Mr. Miyagi have to yeah. confront an old rival. Yep. So I don't know if maybe they took a little bit of that to like roll it into the first one with Jackie Chan being rivals with the other dojo yeah. leader. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, so it's... That's interesting though. You, I came, I'm i surprised you like the set, the new one more. I, I think maybe the action had a lot to do with it. Action's because, good. And, and I think the character development and it filled out some logistical problems yeah. I had with the first one. The scenery in general is good too. It yeah. is nice. Although... Like, I was surprised. I didn't know it was good. I guess I kind of – I knew it took place in China, but once I was like, oh, shit, they're, like, using China as, like, a major – Yeah, plot, you know. Like, they're going to places and looking at things. They went to the Forbidden City at one point in the movie. Yeah. So if uh, you're going to show your kids the Karate Kid 1984 or the Karate Kid 2010 – which one? I'm showing them 1984. Okay, I, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, you're probably more right for doing. That. I, well, that's the <laughs> My thing. kids I like are gonna get really bored. I don't, think, <laughs> really I don't think there's any right or wrong because I mean, yeah, there's appealing things about both, but I, I guess as reboots go, we can say though that this was a a pretty successful one. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know money wise. Well, I don't either. I can look and say. Yeah, but yes, I personally would say as far as reboots go, they they I was changed okay with enough about it too to make it kind of interesting. They definitely modernized it. As much as I did have a problem with uh, Jane Smith is uh, acting, I I do think like that was probably a good, you know, sort of modern person to get for that role. Um, yeah. It looks like the original. Uh, Karate Kid grossed n- over ninety million. Damn. New Karate Kid grossed uh, one hundred and seventy-six million. Nice. A little over. 
So I mean, with inflation and stuff, no yeah, idea. it's probably about the same. So the budget of but the, the people new did one go was see it, million. and I I bet you you know what I bet in in like ten years that this new Karate Kid is a movie that like people in their twenties talk about. Like, I don't you know, know if it'll be that. I don't know. I don't, I, I bet a lot, I don't really know, but I bet a lot of people about a lot you of young people kids, saw it. Yeah, this will younger be for than them what the original Karate Kid was for us. Maybe, but even I don't think I think like younger kids than us probably went and saw the new Karate Kid. You know what I mean? Like I think it was probably really big with like 10, 11, 12 year olds. Which which we didn't really talk about, but yeah, Jane Smith plays like an eleven year old yeah, as opposed he's, to he's a sixteen year old. Well, yeah, because this one takes place, I guess, more in a middle school. Or something. Yeah, yeah, so. it's a bunch of like children fighting <laughs> each other rather than teenagers fighting each other. Yeah, so because yeah, in the old one they have cars and it's like about dating and I'm gonna pick you up and take you out on a date and you know I've got a cool car because yeah. I'm rich. Yeah, so that just yeah, even the love happened. story in the new one wasn't really like too much of a love story. They, they I just kind of hang out because I really did not care for the. The old one that was like this weird pseudo romance. I'll tell you, thing in the original, they, like they set up that romance like it's a real thing, and then in the sequel, she's not mentioned at all. <laughs> they broke up. <laughs> he gets he a new leaves girlfriend. To go to Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. So yes. In summation, thank you for coming. Thank you, man. Thanks I for think having this was me. Very good. So, uh, yeah. You know, I had never seen the uh, remake. I'm um, I'm happy that I was forced you to watch this because it was actually not yeah. a bad movie. Well, thanks so. for coming. And yeah. I will end this with saying there is a lot of new remakes and stuff coming out. I mean, I think there's a remake in theaters right now, Death Wish. Oh, yeah. Is that out a, now? Yeah, yeah, it's out now. Death I think Wolf it's a remake movie. of some older Charles film. Charles Bronson movie, yeah. Yeah. But So there's a couple new remakes. Are there any new remakes or reboot, reboots coming out that you are excited about or uh, looking forward to? Yeah, one very big one that I wonder if you're excited about, too. Denis Villeneuve's uh, Dune movies that he's actually saying now he's going to make multiple of, two or three okay. Dune films. So. I've never seen the original, so I it, It's good sci-fi, really and it's, it. it's based on a book, too, and I think he's going to utilize things from the book that weren't in the original movie. So Jordowski's? Dune? The book, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know who I, wrote it. Okay, I know I've heard about it a lot in sci-fi circles yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's a big but sci-fi I've never seen it world or read thing. It. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I mean, I love. He's probably my favorite working director right now. So, gotcha. yeah. all right. Any idea? He when also that did comes Bla- out? the Blade Runner sequel, so he's oh, in yeah. that world. I, I, I am a little like worried because I'm kind of like do originals again, but <laughs> he keeps doing sequels or uh, projects like reboots that I'm excited for. Like, I'd be excited for a Blade Runner sequel, no matter who made it, or a Dune remake, no matter who made it. But it's kind of cool that it's, like, a really good <laughs> director that I love, so. Yeah, well, it's any idea when that comes out? I don't. I think they're just, like, now getting started with it, so probably in a couple of years or so. Okay. Anything More this recently? Year, anything uh, that has actually been made that you know is going to come out? No, I don't know. Because I feel like I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about Dune being made or remade or whatever, and it just never well, pans that, out. Well, that's happening. It's happening. Okay. At least, if he's talking about it, it, like, what's he not going to make? He can make whatever it he wants. When I, see it. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, there's like Marvel movies, those are all sequels, and basically remakes of a single Marvel movie. But well, I would say I'm excited about the new Tomb Raider movie. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that good. 
I mean, I haven't really seen... Well, I think... I'm hoping it kind of gets it's, to that modern level of action where yeah. it's, like, really cool action scenes. Honestly, it's probably better than the Angelina Jolie Right, that's one. what I'm hoping for. Yeah. It I, looks I like they're doing something cool with the character, at least. So. That's what I'm saying. I didn't love the original one, but Not that's me. why I'm excited to see, like, a new one. Because I yeah. think now it could be really cool and have, like, really awesome action scenes and stuff. Yeah. You know, and not just be about, like, making a sexy adventurous. Yeah. You know. Well, let's but have cool, a little man. more depth. We'll have to record another episode and that mm-hmm. comes out. Well, after we see some more, we'll do another one of these. Well, thanks for coming out. Do you thanks have, for uh, having me. Any place you want to plug or people can find you? Yeah, uh, listen to Let's Make a Podcast with Mom and T. Drummer and Friends available everywhere you get podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks for coming on, Mohammed. <laughs> thanks this for having good me. Good stuff. And, uh, you know. I don't know what what does he say at the end of the Karate Kid. Uh, we'll say what's let's end this with what's your favorite quote from the Karate Kid. Um, the new one or the remake? Either one. I really like jacket on, jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> like interesting choice of words. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I really, I it's weird, but I like the kitschy Ralph Macchio stuff. I like his like again nerdy cool guy you gotta stuff. Gotta give me a quote though. Um, there's one point. Okay, well it's not a good quote. <laughs> but I don't she, care if it's she good. says she says, one. "Oh, that's my ex boyfriend," and he starts looking up at this guy and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I probably am. Yeah, you're probably right." And she goes, "Who are you talking to?" He goes, "Oh, it's this voice in my head that says I'm crazy for still talking to you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's it." Feels very like. That kind of cool guy. I like that. Yeah. But. Okay. All right. Good decision. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back to wrap up. Let's make a podcast with Muhammad T. Joma after this sound break. Bye. All right. Thank you. I want to thank you, Remy. Thank you so much for coming by, man. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, yeah, you are also. You're a big um, fan. fan. Have of you Japan? been to China? Yeah. Okay. I've been to I know you're you are a fan once. of Japan. You've been to Japan once or twice. Once. Recently, at least. Japan or China? Japan. I went to Japan in December of yeah. 2017. Yeah, so last December. Um, so yeah, well, well, thanks for coming, man. That was a good, that was a great uh, podcast idea. I do miss podcasting with you. We used to do film fights all the time. So yeah, you'll have to come back on if you have a different idea or if you want to do another oh, I episode. Got so many ideas. <laughs> That's what this podcast is all about. All However, I ideas. think a lot of them would require more research and <laughs> like we would have to become fairly knowledgeable about specific topics yeah you did uh, say one of your ideas was like dog breeds a, of the 20th century yeah you said dog breeds of the 20th century and you said like teaching somebody a foreign language which was like do you, you know i don't really speak another language yeah, no, so yeah. you're like yeah that's but, why uh, I think it's interesting to learn because <laughs> i wish there was a podcast that did that i don't yeah. know how to do it really but it would require, uh, yes, a bit more in-depth learning and research to know yeah. some of those things. Well, again, uh, if you've never listened to Film Fights podcast, there are 60 or so episodes of it. Something like that, There's yeah. a bunch of them, um, many of which that me and Remy fight films uh, against each other on. So uh, check that out. Um, do you want to plug your Twitter or anything like that? Instagram? Nope. Okay. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening. Uh, you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to write a review. And uh, go ahead and subscribe so you can listen to every new episode that comes out. We've got plenty coming down the pipeline very soon. So, I will uh, plug the MLS. So <laughs> okay. just go out, support United your Quest. 
<laughs> MLS team in whichever city you live in. If you are in Atlanta, come out to the United matches. Show did your support. Where those five I'm sure stripes. you went to the game yesterday, by the way. I did. That was a good one. I was there cheering loud in nice. my new seats. So nice. Oh, that's right. You moved sections, didn't you? I moved over a little bit so I could see the gold better. tell me that. That's great. I, he, I'm four rows in front of him. Really? <laughs> yes. You know, I'm I'm a fan too, but I like have a United hat. But I I'm not like TJ always wants to talk to me about it. And he always like, well, like he, he knows. He's like, when like are you going to a game? I'm like, him. I probably maybe won this season if I can make it out. And he's like, ah. he always like gatekeeping <laughs> fandom on me. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a big fan. Yeah. So he's, if you want to talk United stuff, he's a good guy to talk yeah. to. Yeah, him and you. <laughs> yeah, I do love to talk about soccer. All right, well, and movies. Thanks again, and thank you guys, listeners, and uh, make sure you join us next week. And uh, we'll see you then. Adios. Bye.